Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, Battle Ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day. Welcome to Battle Ready. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile. Show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we celebrate the Queenship of Mary. It's the eighth day, sort of in the octave of the Assumption, which used to exist, but was disbanded uh, back, I think, in Vatican II. But we still have this feast on the eighth day. Uh, and that was the Hail Holy Queen, also known as the Salve Regina, we just prayed. And we thought it would be fitting to have on the authors of a new book that's just come out called The Queen's Triumph, Family Healing Prayer Book. And so today we have with us our old friend to the show, Susan Skinner, and also uh, Ashley Blackburn. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Father. It's great to be on. Good that you're here. Yes, thank you. So what was the um, – Tell first let's talk about what's the whole genesis of the book and what's the purpose of the book. Okay, I'll – I'll go first and then kind of let Ashley um, say talk after me. But um, it actually started seven years ago, I would say. Um, I had the first two things that happened where I read a book on the life of Maximilian Colby. And he talked about Mary's relationship with the Holy Spirit. And he talked about it as... Um, she was the created immaculate conception and the Holy Spirit was the uncreated immaculate conception and that they had this spousal like union. Um, that's a mystery to us, but he called her the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And then later I came across the litany of Our Lady of Victory. Um, and that litany refers to Mary as the daughter of the father um, the mother of the son and the spouse of the spirit, not just that, but the victorious daughter, the victorious mother and the victorious spouse. Um, and I, I know, you know, just personally speaking for me, like relationally, like my um, wedding feast, my anniversary is on the feast of Our Lady of Victory. Um, and and Father, you know, because I've talked in the past on the radio show, like the first several years of my marriage were rough. They were really rough. And so I was always praying for my marriage, that relationship. Um, and I'm lo I'm looking here at this relationship that Mary has with the Trinity. And so long about probably like March 8th, March 9th of 2017, after months of reflecting and praying about reading Maxim, what Maximilian Colby said and about the litany to Our Lady of Victory, I just felt in prayer, I don't know how else to describe it, that like Our Lady wanted prayers written to her about these relationships, that she has these 
relationships with like the, the most holy trinity she's like perfect relationship and that these relationships will help heal our family relationships um you know if that if that makes sense that it would help heal and so i i you know i felt like i was supposed to write a litany and the title she wanted was our lady healer of families and um and I was like, okay, I'll, I can write that. And, and there was this very clear, like, nope, um, I need you to call your friend Ashley um, and and tell her about this. And I'll, I'll just, you know, briefly state that the three main litanies in the book are Lady Healer families and the St. Joseph Pillar families and then Divine Child Adoration of Families. Um the Divine Child was actually written, that litany was totally written by Ashley. Like I had almost zero input into it except to like correct the few help with Father Bolso who who like who was the gave the Nihil Obstat to, you know, uh, correct some some ways that things are being said. But um she wrote that by herself and that's actually my favorite litany and then the other two i wrote like the closing prayer but the litanies she wrote them herself so so i called her and it i i really you know she's gifted with this so i called her and i was like ashley this is what i feel like i was told in prayer that our lady has is you know has this wants to heal our relationships and but um and she took it and ran with that and so i will let her talk about it from there okay yeah we um susan called and i i remember she was like i need you to write a litany and i was like i'm not what that means <laughs> but that's, um i wasn't like in you know in my prayer usually praying litanies um but when i started to think about the virtues of Mary and then those those relationships. The relationship Susan's talking about is her being the daughter of God the Father, the spouse of the Holy Spirit and the mother of Jesus, so the mother of God, and how she's she is perfect in all of those. She's immaculate in all of those relationships. And so really when just thinking about that, it really just became this list of like virtues and the things that she was and the things that she did. Um, and it really is about, um, which I think for this time and age for families, I think virtue is like super important. And it's something that the world is totally forgotten and flipped upside down. Um, but it's, it's what we need to ground ourselves in. Um, so yeah, so it really just became about the virtues of her in those three relationships. Um, but yeah, and, and about all of this. Yeah. Um, she, so she, wrote wrote all of these things and i like her the the litany to the divine child adoration of families like made me cry when i wrote it i read it um just because it's so beautiful and it it kind of um focuses on our trust like our trust in the lord and his mercy and everything and from there with the book uh we we were writing a book. I don't know exactly when we knew we were writing a book, but we had all these litanies and then together we started writing novenas that matched with the litany. And all of this is a fruit of adoration. Like sometimes we went to adoration together, but there were times, you know, we were going on our own to adoration and just writing prayers and, and um, 
I know the Divine Child one, Ashley wrote at the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament in Hansville. And so then at some point, and it was Ashley that she was like, we've got to write a book with all this stuff that we've written. And there were other like prayers that we had that were also about relationships. Um, you know, Father, I've talked on the radio about caring for my aging parents and still have my mother with me. And so there's like a prayer about that. And um, at the time, Ashley was pregnant with her youngest child. So we wrote a prayer for pregnant mothers. We've written a prayer for those that have a wayward child that you want to bring back to the faith. And um, throughout the whole process, we didn't really know what we were doing. I, I just kept like, what do, how do I get a book done? How to, and finally, it was actually, um, I wrote a letter to like several bishops. Like, I don't know how to get a book like approved by the church. I just didn't know the system because it's not something, again, that as a lay person, impermaters and nihil obsets and all of that. So I actually, I wrote several bishops um, and one of them responded. It was Bishop Olmsted at the time, who was the Phoenix, Arizona bishop. And he had just written like an apostolic letter I think uh, on men, like on the strengthening of me- the man, the men. Yeah, and into the breach. Yes, and it was like so. That letter was so beautiful that he wrote, and so I had written to him like, "Hey," and he's the one that actually wrote back to me to tell me like exactly what needed to be done, like how the process works. So, um, you know, and he told me and then that that's at the point. And I think I had talked to you, too, and, and you were like, you need to talk to the vicar general. And so between that, I was like, OK, um, I need to, to submit these to make sure because when, you know, you're writing prayers and, and we actually in the litanies, the, the order is in the order where you have relationship, which is like child, spouse, parent, instead of the order of the Blessed Trinity, um, because it's coming from like our perspective of how we have relationship. And so, you know, we wanted to get that approved and make sure that this is okay for people to pray. Okay. So just so people know who are listening, um, you can write your own prayers, you know, if you feel called to do that, but to publish them is another matter. So if you're going to publish prayers, uh, as Catholics, you must be under somebody's umbrella of uh, protection and um, obedience, and that's why uh, it's required that you submit them to your usually your local diocese. Although I guess you could go outside if you wanted, and uh, the, to get the nihil upset and the imprimatur, which means it's officially approved. As there's no there's no heretical errors in this book, and um, that's the point. You know, you don't want to publish something that would lead people astray. Although somehow this does happen. Uh, but usually they don't have those those seals of approval on them. So all these prayers have been written by you too? Yes. Yes. And then they kind of have a little opening um, kind of a uh, explanation before the prayers, before the – there's many novenas, there's many litanies. And so before each of them, there's sort of a little introduction about, you know, what what, what this is doing and how it works and why you'd want to pray it. So these are all new prayers. If you're sitting at home thinking, I would like to develop my relationship with these people, with Our Lady Healer of Families, with St. Joseph the Anchor of Families, with the Divine Child Jesus, the Adoration of Families, and on and on and on, this is 
a good book for you. So how do they get it? Oh, so yeah, we have it. Um, we we have it online at the Spirit Daily Bookstore. Um, so if you just Google Spirit Daily Bookstore, um, you can you know then type in the name of the book, which is the Queen's Triumph Family Healing Prayer Book, and they can buy it online there. Also, St. Mary's Bookstore in Nashville has it online. Um, again, the Queen's Triumph Family Healing Prayer Book. You just have to type it in the search bar. And then um, we have it at, down at your bookstore in St. Catherine in Columbia. If you're in person and you're listening in Columbia, Tennessee, you can go into the bookstore there at St. Catherine and purchase a copy. St. Philip in Franklin is carrying copies. And again, St. Mary's in Nashville downtown have copies. So, yeah, we um, we did self-publish the book. So, um, yeah, it's we tried to make it as like cost effective as possible, too, so that people could afford to get the book. If you're listening and you'd like a copy of this book, the first 10 people who make a hundred dollar donation to Radio Maria, we will send a copy. I have 10 copies. 888-408-0201. You'll be helping uh propagate the faith and spread the message of the gospel throughout the uh, United States of America. But you'll also get a copy fresh off the press. One of the first, you'll be one of the first ones to receive a copy of the queen's triumph on the feast of um, the queenship of Mary. So give a call 888-408-0201. All right. What else do we want to learn about this book? What do you want to tell us? Well, one of the things, did you have any difficulties uh, writing this book? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's been plenty of difficulties, right? I mean, it it took maybe what, six, six and a half years to write. I mean, not to write, but actually to go through the process. And in the middle of all that was COVID. So everything was shut down. We didn't really do anything for a little while there. Um, But having it put together and then realizing, oh, we need to edit it and then having it edited and then sending it back to the, um, sending it back to the diocese. So there was a lot of back and forth. We're just two moms who pray. And so we, we really don't, weren't really prepared with the process of how to um, have a book ready to go. Um, and so it did take a long time. Um, I can say that within the past year, um, there's been a lot of um, spiritual warfare, at least with me, um, just, and I know it's because of this book, just getting it ready to go and um, and having it actually published and getting it in people's hands. Um, I threw, I've thrown out my back twice. There's been just a lot of, uh, a lot of warfare that's come with it, but you know, I know that God wants this and that it's for his good. So we just have to trust in him. Yeah, absolutely. Ashley Ashley and I have both had the exact same back injury, 333 days apart (laughs) And, and like identical. Um, so it, it, a lot of a lot of warfare, frustration, um, and ultimately surrender to the will of God and His timing um, with everything. And that, you know, to me, it's very apropos that here I am on the radio with Ashley, and we're talking about the book on you know on this feast day of the Queenship of Mary. And we had it, that's another thing with the book itself. Like we were just going to call it family healing prayer book. And I actually had a dream and in the dream, it was very clear, like you're to name this the queen's triumph. And like I woke up from the dream and I was like, 
Queen's Triumph. And, and I, of course, that evokes in me what Our Lady said at Fatima, like in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. And so it's like, what is that? you know, that triumph of the Immaculate Heart look like? Well, it's healing. It's God's healing upon the earth, the healing that he pours and into us where, you know, all this discord and division that we have going on, that's not of God. And uh, God wants to bring peace. You know, in Medjugorje, she's known as the Queen of Peace. And, you know, so Our Lady who has this relationship already with the trinity like is trying to teach us how to have relationship with god and with each other and i can just say that you know there's been tremendous like in the process of these six and a half years you know at times feeling like my own family was exploding and falling apart but it was actually like god's way of you know he brings all the issues and all the mess to the forefront and then he's like let me teach you how to love through this right and he's not he doesn't remove our suffering you know of course he came down and suffered himself but um it's like teaching you how to love through the suffering and how to like how to heal and repair these relationships because god is in it and so i you know I'm on the backside of a lot of things that happen now. Um, and of course, like, you know, taking care of my mom and dad and, and, and still my mom, like how that's like a huge cross, but how much grace can flow when you're just, you kind of lean into Jesus, you lean into him the way that Mary like leaned into everything that God wanted. And you're just like, I, I surrender to all these circumstances. I accept them. And I want to be taught by you how to joyfully go forward in love in the middle of like all this hardship and suffering. And so there's been a tremendous amount of healing taking place in my own family personally, um, in my marriage with, with me and my children and, um, and some of the, you know, unhealthy things that we had going on that were, were trying to rectify but it was sort of like you know here in my head I'm a big picture person and Ashley is like the detail lady she's like the one that has all the administrative skills and so I'm always like oh like the Lord wants to save the whole world and and he does (laughs) but he's like but I have something for you in particular like with your own family and I want to bring healing into your own family. And so um, it's been a great grace to like go through this six and a half year process with this book. And Ashley and I do have some other things in the works coming, moving forward. And we know a little bit more about what we're doing now, but um, you know, with God's grace, we'll keep help spread the kingdom because, you know, we want his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, a little. I want to talk a little bit about um, since we're on the queenship. Uh, when we talk about the assumption, you know, it was back in 1944 where Pius XII established, believe it or not, it was the feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary on the octave day of the Assumption. So to, on this date, used to be the Immaculate Heart of Mary, mm-hmm. because he said he was he wanted peace among nations. We were in the middle of World War II. 
and th- things were raging out of control. So he did this. But then Paul VI came in and he said, let's, this makes more sense if we move Immaculate Heart of Mary to June to be sandwiched with the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we move the queenship to the Assumption, where she, first she uh, is ascended into heaven, ass- assumed into heaven, body and soul, and then she's crowned. On the eighth day is the, and they used to have octaves for these before mm-hmm. Vatican II. So just like Christmas and Easter are octaves, we, the assumption used to be an octave, but that has also gone to the wayside. But it's very interesting because even Pius the Twelfth uh, very clearly knew the necessity, and he said the Queenship of Mary is about the Queen of Peace. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That then all these years later she would begin appearing in uh, Herzegovina as the Queen of Peace uh, for the sake of bringing everybody back to her son. So it all kind of dovetails very nicely with this book, The Queen's Triumph. If you're looking for a way to get deeper in love with the Holy Family and the Trinity, this is a good book for you. What else, ladies? We have four minutes. <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, it, you know, to kind of piggyback on what Susan was saying, I think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to really um, look at your relationships and your family and to be honest with yourself and with um, what's actually going on and to look at those things. But Our Lady is there and the whole Holy Family is there to help us and guide us and to show us that a lot of times um, bringing, getting that peace for ourselves is what's going to transform and heal the family. So it's our relationship with um, the Lord through prayer and our, our relationship with Our Lady um, that really does start with ourselves and brings that peace to the family. And um, so I think a lot of the healing that comes through these prayers um, is really a healing for ourselves. And I know for me, the past six years, it's been it's been a, a process of that, just like Susan was saying for her. Um, but when I started to change, when I started to be to bring peace and um, to my relationships with my family, then my family started to change. Yeah, it always begins with you, the individual. Has to. We, we're no good at changing other people. It doesn't work. Right. Have you noticed? Has anybody noticed that? And yet we still try day in and day out. Well, I'm going to fix that one. Yeah. Yeah. Got to fix ourselves. And then right. the, the grace flows out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, just there were a lot of people who helped us along the way, including yourself, Father Dan. My, uh, we greatly appreciate that. And, um, you know, you, Father Dan, for those of you that are out there, he wrote the foreword to the book and he helped just be a spiritual father um, along the way, just always encouraging and, um, and uplifting. So that, that really helps when you have shepherds that, um, that guide you and really like encourage you in prayer, especially like having that prayer life and, and in the sacraments going to, going to mass and going to adoration and going to confession and all the things um, that was tremendously helpful. So thank you for that, father. Welcome. Very welcome. I, um, I, I particularly am intrigued by the St. Joseph anchor of families because it's, it's something we so desperately need in this day and age is, you know, to go back to having our families anchored to the Holy family and to the Trinity. Um, I feel like that one should be started almost immediately by everybody, but they, yeah. the, the more you go into the more, they all look very, 
inviting. Yeah, that anchor, that's a word that I felt Susan and I both were like, it's got to be anchor. It's got to be anchor when we were doing that one. That was a word that um, was pretty clear that he needed to be the anchor. So, yeah. Yeah, and we we need to, like, build up our men and not tear them down. Society is, like, wanting to tear down men, which eventually tears down women. We see all the confusion that, that is happening out there um, and where everybody's very confused. But, um, you know, that, like, through this process, I came to, like, see that my, like my own husband has all these gifts and yes. And St. Joseph becomes a model of virtue. He, you know, he is just, he doesn't say anything in scripture, but man, he does a whole lot. Um, <laughs> and he does a whole lot to protect the divine child, to protect, um, Mary Immaculate and like what a, a uh, heavy load for for him, especially him being the one that wasn't immaculately conceived, you know, so he's got to take care of these, you know, the divine person and then this perfect human person. And, and so he is a great model to look to for sure. Indeed. Well, thank you so much for being with us, both you, Susan and Ashley. Wonderful book. I hope everybody runs out to get this and begin praying these wonderful new prayers that are now part of the body of the church. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Dan signing out. Mm -hmm.